Welcome to the Purpose and Profit Sisterhood podcast, where we are a stand for the EAN. We're here to help you make a meaningful difference in a magnificent living. Your bodacious host is Jeanette Anderson. She's your irreverent guide to being bold, brilliant, and brave. So grab your wine, a way to take notes, and strap in. Because this is a no BS, value-packed tour through topics that you need to know about now. Hello, everybody. If you are here and with me, there we go. It's Jeanette Anderson, and I'm here live. We were to be doing an interview with someone, and I haven't got her with me yet. So when she shows up, I will bring her on uh, to do our interview about Instagram and all things Instagram. I can't riff on that because that's not my area of expertise expertise. So I'll just catch you up on what's been going on last week. Uh, so last week I was on the Marketers Cruise. It's my, I think, fourth time, fourth or fifth, but I'm pretty sure it's fourth uh, time on the cruise. This time there was 450 marketers from around the world. Uh, literally, there was people from Sweden and from all different, sorry, it's, it's on my screen. It's not on my shirt. There we go. Uh, 450 people from uh, everywhere from Sweden and Australia and England and various parts of the UK and, um, of course, all over the US and Canada. Uh, I think one from Colombia, South America, and, and so on. So um, most of these people are online marketers. Many of them um, are experts who, who sell what they know, uh, coaches, consultants, trainers, etc., cetera, uh, speakers. Um, some of them have products and services. And I was just going to share with you a couple of the highlights of what um, happened on the cruise and uh, let you know that if you're interested in joining me next year, so we went to this year, we went to Aruba Bonaire and Curacao. And uh, I've been there before on the cruise. And this next year, we're going out of Orlando to St. Martin and St kits i think and two other places so the caribbean they're really lovely they're eight day cruises and as much as you might think that a work cruise sounds like an oxymoron it really doesn't it's really not you actually do work a lot they're long days um there's uh, at the days at sea we're actually networking and doing introductions you haven't lived until you've lived through 400 well but maybe 370 uh 30 second intros um and then there's training, there's education from the group leaders, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when we're in port, of course, we're in port, there's excursions, there's partying together, there's getting to know one another, et cetera. Oh, there's our guest. Hang on just a second, I'll go get her. But let me just finish off by saying, uh, the, as with all networking, the key is in the follow-up. So I'm here in a resort in Orlando with my friend Veronica, who we traveled with, and uh, I am going to be uh, following up over the next two or three days to, um, just letting her know, I'll be right there, uh, to follow up with all of those connections, because otherwise, there's no point in going. It really is about making sure that you follow up, follow up, follow up. So this is your little admonition if you go to any networking this week or this month to make sure that you follow up, follow up, follow up. All right. Hello, Miss Ruthie. Um, so everybody, we'll start over. Uh, this is uh, Ruthie Gray, and I'm going to introduce her in just a second. Today, we're going to be talking about um, Instagram and how to grow yourself on that platform. 
And so let me do what I normally do, which is to formally introduce my guest. And then we're going to ask her to tell us something about her that we wouldn't guess by reading her bio or her website. And you know, Ruthie, the juicier, the better. You get bonus points for making it really juicy. And <laughs> then we're going to dive into the topic. And today we're talking about how to make Instagram work for your business. This is not my uh, area of expertise. I have an Instagram account. Then every once in a while I go and look and oh, lo and behold, my team has posted stuff, but that's about the extent of it. So let me tell you about Ruthie first. Ruthie Gray is a wife, Gigi or Gigi. I'm not sure how we pronounce Gigi. that. You did it. You did it. An empty nester and content marketing consultant for Christian entrepreneurs, specializing in community building for Instagram and newsletter growth. Her hobbies include Florida beach walks, RBing with her hubby, and reading historical fiction. Ruthie is the founder of Authentic Online Marketing School, where she teaches her community marketing framework and podcasts at Authentic Online Marketing. So easy your mom or Carol Brady can do it. Connect with her on Instagram or her website, AuthenticOnlineMarketing.com. So just want to do a little quick aside on that. So her tagline, so easy your mom or Carol Brady can do it, is a brilliant example of using a reference that immediately qualifies your audience because they only people who uh, really would understand that reference and get it are people who are a little older, which is her demographic. So and and particularly women who are in that particular age range. So that's a brilliant way to filter with a subtle little use of your tagline um, or <laughs> your explanation or a line. So welcome, Ruthie. I'm glad to see you. Um, Thank where you. In Florida, I forget. Uh, St. Pete. St. Pete's. Okay. Looks like you were out for a walk. <laughs> were you? It, um, yes. And it is, it is cooler here. Like it's cool. Like, and, and when you live on the ocean, um, the breeze is cooler than it is, you know, more inland. So yeah, yeah. we're in Orlando and it's pouring where we are right now. Uh, and quite, <laughs> we were cold, which is amusing because we're Canadians and everyone thinks that we just love cold weather, which we don't. <laughs> But right now, I am, we left last Saturday for the marketer's cruise, and it has been an incredible cold snap since then. They're like literally minus 40, minus 30, uh, you know, freezing temperatures. And for the first time that I can remember, the city of Calgary told people not to like to unplug all their appliances and not use electricity whenever they could, because there was so much electricity be, being used for cars being plugged in and heat and stuff like that, um, wow. which is very unusual in a big metropolis. So yeah, uh, for sure. it's cold there. I'm so happy I'm not there. <laughs> it can yeah. be cold gray and rainy here. I don't mind. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's find out the juicy bits about you. So tell us something that we wouldn't guess reading your bio or your website or whatever. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, I, I don't really have anything super juicy except that, uh, this isn't juicy, but I love Frenchies, uh, the dogs. I think they're the, the funniest things. And, um, I would like to have one someday and really, and, and, and I hate cats. So <laughs> I, I don't know if that's juicy or not, but I, I grew up around cats and they drive me nuts. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. People are definitely usually dog people or cat people, right? Mm -hmm. They definitely have a style. I don't know if I know what a Frenchie dog looks like. Is it like a little um, terrier? It's like a little, it looks like a mix between a terrier 
and a pug and a bulldog almost. They've got these little ears that stand straight up and they have the pushed in faces and they're hilarious. Like they will, they can, they can ride skateboards and stuff. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> so you can go for a walk and your dog can keep up with you. That's great. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, or a bike ride. Um, okay. So let's talk about Instagram, but first let's talk about your why. Why, not just what do you do, why do you do this work um, recently, but what's your why in general? What's your purpose? We like to dive into the deep end first. So what's your purpose? Uh, my purpose is to um, help women our age um, to step out in confidence and um, seize their purpose in the second half of life and mm. not be afraid to embrace life. Um, a lot of the people that follow me, like I just released a book called Empty Nest Awakening, weaving the threads of your passions into purpose. And a lot of us are um, moms that we just released all of our kids. And um, a lot of times we feel like life is over, but it's only beginning. And mm -hmm. I, I'm living proof of that now. Mm -hmm. At first I wasn't, and I was super lost and super scared to try anything. And mm. so I just want to encourage women our age that you're not too old and it's not too late. Beautiful. I love that. And yeah, I, I suspect your whole life you've been kind of championing, um, not necessarily the underdog, but those who might be overlooked or might be need some extra encouragement in some way, shape or form. What's, what's the, um, Pa interest or passion with Instagram? How come that that caught your attention? <laughs> well, um, I was interested in being in more entrepreneurial life, mm -hmm. and uh, I was, you know, kind of looking at the things that I'm good at, and I had a lot of people asking me, like, "What? What are you doing on Instagram that you get so much engagement, and and you seem like you know what?" you're doing with video and things like that, which I mean, it's, you know, it's nothing spectacular, but I do know how my way around. And, um, that's what started me running. I started running accounts for people on Instagram. And then I realized I'd just rather coach people and then run their accounts. And, uh, and then it just went from there into my communities and, and so forth. So it's just something that I love that I'm good at. So why, why did you get good at doing videos and stuff? What was it that attracted you for you personally first? I think at first it was Instagram was fun and there was, um, it was a, it had beautiful pictures back in the day, you know, that's all it was. Um, but when stories came along, I loved them and I was really, I immediately learned how to use them effectively. And uh, so I, I think it's just, I don't know. I just like it. <laughs> It's just something I like. <laughs> no reason. So speaking of stories, um, like I've I've been on Facebook forever. I have a Facebook community um, that frustrates the hell out of me. And um, working on getting more on LinkedIn consistently, uh, and haven't been paying attention to Instagram. Can you define for our audience the difference between a story, a reel, a post on Instagram versus a story, um, and uh, yeah. Can you clarify all that? Please? Okay. Yeah, sure. So when you're scrolling Instagram, 
um, you're seeing when you scroll, you're just going scrolling the feeds. Those are, that's your feed. That is all reels are there and all posts, just static posts and graphics and all that. That's your feed. Um, but stories are the thing that when you see people's circles light up their, their profiles, that means they've posted a story. Now story will go away. It will disappear after 24 hours. Um, so that's the magic of stories. Plus the other magic of stories is that's where the messaging happens. That's where you can, you know, give polls and question boxes and things like that and start conversations. That's how you market on Instagram. So, but so how does that, so if it goes away after 24 hours though, I'm assuming those are fairly short clips. Most of the time mm -hmm. stories are, they're not long form, right? No, uh, you can't have like your story last up to, it can last up to 59 seconds. A lot of times it's a lot shorter than that. Wow. Okay. So between 10 and 59 seconds. So that's fast. You got to be very succinct. And, <laughs> and then people engage with it within that 24 hour period. How do they see it other than if they're live, do they get notifications? Do they just see it if they're happen to be on and your circle is one of their connections and it lights up? That's how usually how it is. Yeah. Is that they see. So the thing is, the more people, when people tap your story, your circle, and they watch your stories uh, regularly, then your story, uh, every time you post a story, it lights up and comes, it's closer to the, like it shows them that you're on there, you know, like the more they watch my stories, the more my stories are going to be closer to their profile circle. So okay. it reminds them, oh, Ruthie posted a new story. And so should that be something that's um, content-based, value-based more times than not, and then every once in a while an offer or promo, how do you advise people to use that? I advise people to use it uh, as a way for the story watchers and followers to get to know them as the person behind okay. the scenes. Okay. Um, you take them on your daily walk with your Frenchie or you show them, you know, the remodel of your bathroom or whatever is in your life. You take them along and it doesn't, of course, you're going to have off limits things that you're not going to share. Just okay. share things that you're comfortable with that, help them get to know you as a person because the more they get to know you um, and the similarities that they have in common with you, the more they're going to trust you. And then, um, so I just always recommend that you do a lot of behind the scenes and then you can use it as education too. And you can also do promo. Okay. And so what's the difference between a story and a reel in format, but also in terms of usage on Instagram? Um, well, a story and a reel are similar in that they could be of the same thing, but a reel is going to live in your um, feed and will reach way more people. Stories are only for mostly the only people that see your stories are your followers, unless someone else tags you in their story, then that can bring other people to, to see your story. So that's mostly going to be a small percentage of your current followers. So it's kind of nurturing. A story is kind of nurturing. 
And a lot, most of my story watchers are also on my newsletter. And those people are the purchasers. So that's the difference. And then the real is more for uh, getting in front of people that aren't already in your audience. That makes sense. So stories are more intimate typically and, and greater degree of intimacy with the viewer. So what's the primary difference between Instagram and Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn? When I, part of my resistance, and it's probably very outdated perspective on Instagram, my perspective was that it's predominantly young women and it's about, you know, skin and hair products and makeup and lots of pictures and images and so forth. And that was my notion of what Instagram mostly was. Um, and I get that that was probably 10 years ago, but what is it now? Who, who is the primary demographic and the user of Instagram now? Instagram is largely uh, the 30, 40, and 50 age group person. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot of women our age on Instagram. Okay. Um, and... <laughs> It, you know, it's, it's surprising, but it's true. They're, they're trying to learn it as a platform to uh, reach their target audience and market to their audience. And the cool thing about it is, is the different formats for video for people to get to know you better. So um, it's not just young people. In fact, a lot of the younger people are leaving Instagram for other new platforms. Okay. So it, it is, it is an older crowd than you probably thought. So, and then younger people are going to what Twitch and, and it's, are they still going to Snapchat or is it mostly? Uh, I think young people are still on Snapchat, some of them, but I, not a lot. And then I think, you know, some of them go to TikTok yeah. as well. Yeah. So. And so how, how do you recommend people think of the platform in terms of just using it for your business. So let's say you're a, a middle-aged businesswoman. How do you recommend that they approach it maybe differently than they would LinkedIn or Facebook? Um, you want to link, you want to approach it. If you're going to build an Instagram platform, you need to give it time. It's not going to be a viral thing. Most likely it's not going to be a viral thing. It is something that you, you must take the time to engage with others on. It's not a thing where you're going to put a post up and, and they're just going to come and people are going to lap it up. That's not what it is about at all. It is largely about community and about interaction and engagement. That's what Instagram is about. And so you mentioned community. What's the difference in, or how does building community there work? This is how it works. You, uh, you can be a connector of people. Mm -hmm. You know, you can um, like tag people in your posts and other people get to know them. Um, you can uh, create posts that, uh, as a call to action, say tag a friend. Um, you can do your own challenge on Instagram. I've done challenges. Now in my field, I do like Instagram challenges where I'll say, join this challenge and I'll add you to the messaging 
pod, you know, or we'll do something like that. Uh, or you can say, um, you can hold a challenge on Instagram and like do, do lives and things like that, but direct the traffic to a Facebook group. So you can kind of do toggle the two, like I'm doing that uh, right now. We have an Instagram growth challenge that's starting January 22nd. It's just five days. And to join, um, you you join my opt-in and it will direct you to my Facebook group. And inside of it is community that are ready to get to know one another, follow each other. So that's what it's about. It's about following, but it's it's also about engaging and talking and sharing other people's content also. You know, mm-hmm. it's a it's a very it can be a, a very um big community builder if you do it the right way. So so Help me understand, because the way I kind of hear that is that it's actually more of an intake vehicle. And then for the challenge, you move them onto the Facebook group. Because when I think of, of like one of the things that I do quite a bit is things like this, a half hour interview with an expert in my Facebook group. Then we put it out to the podcast and to our YouTube channel. But um, it's more educational based when I do some videos and training and so forth like that they may be 10 minute to 20 minute trainings they're longer form when I think of Instagram and again this is probably very outdated thinking I think memes and pictures and short and little stuff right I don't think of that as being an educational platform is that true no it is a very educational platform and becoming more so every day so is that where the reels would come in that you're sharing content on the reels mm-hmm. and that lives with your memes and your posts and so forth? Yep. And there's reels. And then there's also live video that you can do training with as well. What's the difference between the reels and the live video? Well, um, live video, you are interacting with people real time, you know, and so people can ask you questions. You can teach about something and then they can ask you. Um, your live video does turn into a reel afterwards, but it's a longer form of content. Okay. So it's like a Facebook live where people can interact with you and it gets posted and kept on the system. Mm-hmm. Um, and so is, is part of the appeal for you that it is such a visual um, kind of platform? Cause I mean, Facebook is as well posts that convert better have pictures or, you know, memes or things like that, but is it that it's just kind of a different, more, um, I would call it a more vibrant visual format. I think it's more, I think, uh, it presents itself as more intimate and with all of the different video formats with live video and reels and stories, um, and the different purposes of each, I feel like you can cultivate trust better over there I just do okay and so one of the things you mentioned is engaging with potential clients or prospects or even existing clients what's a good way to create engagement with them well a good way is to um, engage with their posts interact and leave value comments not just love it heart 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 (laughs) but actually engage and 
and be concerned about that person. You know, if they, if they post something that is, um, you know, kind of personal or whatever, have empathy, uh, taking the time to build engagement into your schedule, your posting schedule is how you're going to earn their trust and how you're going to uh, build that community. So that's right. basically how. Really engaging authentically and making time. How much time do you spend in terms of a day posting and, and managing your Instagram? Uh, primary platform, so. It depends on the day. Um, and I only post uh three to four times a week okay. uh, on the feed because I feel like I need to spend just as much time engaging and interacting. Okay. So there's that. And then I post in stories every day, something that I'm doing. And okay. um, that's where you can post the links to the things that you want people to listen to, like my podcast or or get on my email list or things like that. So I I can't really tell you. I probably spend on the days that I post. I probably spend an hour okay. on Instagram on those days. And like I said, it that is my plan. That's the platform I'm on. I will repost. I will have it repost to Facebook, and I get mm -hmm. some interaction and engagement over there and clicks. Okay. But yeah. and and so. How, one of the one of the things that I know you've mentioned a couple times is tell people about your products or your services, um, and so how do you do that without you know feeling sleazy or or awkward or you know like uncomfortable? What do you advise people in terms of whatever platform, but especially on Instagram? How do you offer your products and services and and, and feel confident and comfortable? It's funny because that's one of uh... One of the things that I, our announcer says on the podcast is we want to teach you how to what market in a way that feels authentic to you because nobody wants to sound like an infomercial. Um, so the way you do that is by educating your audience, like giving free advice, like teaching them something that's really valuable. Like I do this all the time. Um, I will teach a tip. Or I will give some encouragement. Yes, you can do Instagram, whatever, you know, or um, I teach a lot in the behind the scenes uh, in my stories too. And I give a lot, like I have this growth challenge coming up and people want that. I also produce a podcast that is speaking to their needs because I'm constantly polling my audience in my stories to see what they need. And so if you really have a read on your target audience that you know all their pain points and you speak to them, then when it's time for you to market, they know you have the answer because you've already earned their trust. Right. Yes, that makes lots of sense. And so do you do, if you're making an offer or you're marketing something like your challenge, something like that, do you do that kind of in all of the different formats? Is there, um, do you do, you know, say you wanted to really explain your challenge. Is that something you would do in a reel? Mm -hmm. Okay. And do it so in a reel. You do it in a, a static post. You do it in a carousel. You do it in your stories. <laughs> you do it on every neighborhood so okay. that 
the, and the reason for that is that um, some people only watch reels. Some people only watch stories. Some people only look at the feed. So you want to hit all of the people, all of your followers. Okay. And non-followers. And carousel real quickly, because you mentioned it. So tell people what that is. <laughs> a carousel is, it can be a collection of up to 10 images mm -hmm. that people have to swipe to see all of the images. Okay. So they would effective. be related to, for instance, if you did a carousel on your challenge, it mm -hmm. might be words and then a picture and then mm -hmm. words and then a URL, something like that. And they go through the carousel. Yeah. You could do any of that. Okay. Awesome. Um, so, so tell people how they can find out more about you and what kind, how you serve people. If you go to authenticonlinemarketing.com, you'll see my website and all my offerings. And um, you'll see that the growth challenge is at the very top of the website and you can join. Um, but I have several different offerings on there that you can read about and see. We have courses and um, we have communities and just all kinds of stuff. So, okay. Look. <laughs> so uh, spell out the URL in case they don't see it in the show notes or something like that. Okay. A-U-T-H-E-N-T-I-C-O-N-L-I-N-E-M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G.com. Okay, awesome. AuthenticOnlineMarketing.com. That's where you can find more about Ruthie Gray and connect with her. And um, having talked to her, you a couple of times, I know how passionate you are about really getting people seen and heard and especially making a difference for women uh, who want to get their message out there, who want to be really contributing more. And this is part of how you support them in doing that. So I really appreciate you doing that work in the world. It's really great to have more people getting more women seen, heard, valued, and appreciated and helping them do it in a way that fits for them because mm -hmm. not every platform fits for every person. You know, part of my resistance to LinkedIn, even though that's where most of my people are is, or many of my people are, is that it tends to be stuffier and not, mm -hmm more of my, you know, kind of style. So it's like finding the bridge between those two. Um, and, and so is there something on your um, website where people can get to know you or an opt-in that you have that they can kind of find out more about what you teach? Is there, do you have a lead magnet on your website? Yes. Uh, the one is the five-day growth challenge, but then there's also um, an Instagram caption um, starter that they can grab, you know, cool. so it'll help you with your hooks and your calls to action. Oh, um, and then, yeah, there's, and I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you'll hear things regularly to do on Instagram. So podcast is free Until and we drop, we, we just did, uh, and that's called authentic online marketing Okay, podcast. And we just did a 2024 Instagram trends uh, as it relates to women our age. <laughs> and then uh, we'll have an, uh, we also teach email marketing. So we have a uh, 2024 email marketing trends that's coming up next week. Ooh, okay. So that's on the podcast, Authentic Online Marketing. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm assuming you're on Apple and Spotify and all the major platforms. We are, we are everywhere there. Yeah. And you will see that on the website as well. 
Beautiful. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Ruthie. I appreciate it. And what's one last thing you'd like to leave everyone with? What's one last thought or piece of wisdom? Well, I just think it's important. Uh, something that I probably should have said sooner in this interview is the reason we say authentic online marketing is because no one can say your message the way you can say it. So it, you know, if you're hesitant to be on video and to put yourself out there, I just want to encourage you that there's somebody out there that needs it the way you can say it. Somebody needs you out there. And, um, you know, I, that's something that I say in my book is if God is calling you to something, it means he's calling you to someone. So be encouraged that someone out there needs your voice. I love that. That's a beautiful, beautiful phrase. If someone is, if something is calling you to something, it means that they're calling you to someone or mm -hmm. God's calling you to something and calling you to someone. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Ruthie, for being here today. And folks, if you haven't got onto Instagram, if you're resistant like me, give it a try, give it a shot um, and just see whether it's your platform. I don't encourage people to be on everything because you don't get good at everything. Pick one that is the one that resonates with you and, and then really invest in learning that platform and being present and being there. But even if it's not your primary platform, you can still share things from Facebook and be on Instagram and have a presence there. And it really helps to get help from people who are really good at it because then it takes a lot of the frustration out. So check out Ruthie online or authenticonlinemarketing.com and her podcast so that you can take the frustration out, get seen, get heard, and be the difference that only you can be, my friends. Have a bodacious week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, comment, and share. Now go be the difference only you can be.